Okay, welcome to Chicago Creators Podcast. I am your host, Kerry Cohen, and we're here today with our guest, Colin Williams. How you doing, Kerry? Hey, Colin, how are you? Good. Good, Good to be here. Oh, uh, yeah, thanks for coming, uh, or thanks for being here. Not coming anywhere, being on My the phone. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming, COVID version, 2021. Yes. Hey, so Colin is well-known in the Chicago musical community uh, in several different roles. He's, first of all, a drummer in so many, we were just talking, so many different bands, it's hard to list them all. And then he yeah. uh, he also owns a, uh, well, I'll try and list them. He played in Southwest Highway is one of your uh, original projects. Yeah, that's a blues band I'm in with several friends of mine. Major's Junction is another original project. Yeah. Uh, you play second drums in Northwest Corner sometimes. You play drums mm-hmm. in Big Time Wookie, Grateful Dead style. And you have mm-hmm. this new project, uh, like kind of an improv group you've been doing on the streaming and the streaming you've been doing. Uh, yeah, that's been something we've been doing the streaming thing. It's uh, I've been playing percussion on that group, which has been great. Nice. So it, kind of putting different people together and seeing how it goes. Right. There seems to be like a solid core to it in a way. Maybe you and Josh, and, and then it kind of rotates around that. Or yeah, who's... Josh has been on pretty much regularly, and uh, Michael's Michael Cole's been on. All so, right. You know, pretty much a lot of the same people. Schaefer has been on, and uh, Joe. Fraught and, and wavy, of course. Nice. And, and when, when I've tuned like John in, John Reed has been on. When I've tuned in, I've heard a lot of fish stuff going on. Is that what it mainly is, or does it get kind of crazy no, into a lot of improv? Or it gets well. The last one was a lot of less improv. The last one we did the other night. The uh-huh. ones before were pretty much straight improv with a few songs just to kind of guide us into the jams. Gotcha. So, I think I hit on the songs. I get lucky and hit the songs, or unlucky and hit the songs, whatever, you know, <laughs> depending on your taste, right? And how yeah. does that go? I mean, it's fun, and you get really experimental, and it works out, and it's interesting. Yeah, it's been great. It's good, giving us something to do. It's good, it gives us an opportunity to play, and the streaming side of what I've been doing has started that way, pretty much, and has now led into other a lot of other bands coming in and streaming. So, um, you know, that's that's keep, keeping us busy and gives right. us something to focus on so. right and when you say coming in and streaming i mean you 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 owned your own sound production company audible sound production company for, yeah. for years in chicago and yeah. then and then co- sound productions started about 10 15 years ago okay and ended abruptly last march yeah you're right <laughs> then, then COVID hits and, and so you literally yeah. have to call an audible i mean ironically exactly. so, so then asp streaming is born is born and i imagine a might be audible or might not whatever it doesn't matter you can it, tell me yeah asp kind of became just an offshoot of that and um we turned our warehouse into a streaming facility jeremy wow. Faye and i worked hard on that mm-hmm. and got it so it's you know it looks it's been a work in progress over the since you know it's basically since last summer right and uh, it looks great and still always working on it and getting the lights and the sound and everything perfect and um that's you know that's kept us really busy and we're booking more and more bands now that's good that. and where is that located where are you at it's in Edgewater in Chicago, North Side. Okay, and who is that? Who works with you on it? Who's, who set it up with you? Jeremy Faye has been the uh, video, and, and he's been doing the video and switching side of it. I've been doing the audio and lights gotcha. primarily. So. And, and when you've been playing, you also do audio and lights while you're playing at the same time? I do that, yeah. Uh-huh. You're, you're a multifaceted <laughs> guy. You're used, to, you're used to the pressure, I think. Right? Yeah, it's not easy sometimes, but and, it's... Um, and who... You know, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. It lends itself to, my, you know, my brain just kind of works that way I don't yeah know. yeah right sure sure and uh and so other than you uh playing in your who, who else has been coming in in there and, and streaming with you uh we've had tons of different bands 
Um, last the last couple we had, we had a flamenco band uh-huh. called Guitar Azul come in and play. We had a jazz uh, trio, I guess you call them jazz. They're, uh, Tim Sizer trio. Okay, was there a couple weeks ago. We've done. Um, I don't, you know, we've done a lot of, we've done Terrapin has been there, mm-hmm. um, bunch, bunch of different bands. I'd have to go back and look, but and we've done maybe twenty different bands at this all, point. All music, or I mean, did you like a juggling yeah, act or something? Or anything other than music? Although we've been talking about trying to get more like a variety show type thing for comedians. Or, right. So it has been all, all music up to this point. It has been all music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought for some reason I saw some type of other act going on, and there's some kind of acting thing or something going on in there, but maybe they. Maybe. No. All right. No. Uh, and so the setup there is you you have stream like a multi-camera kind of streaming thing, or can you describe the setup or what you what you what yeah, you feature? Yeah, we have multi-camera. We do four cameras and we position them around based on the band's configuration. And um, we put pipe and drape up all around. We have black carpet down. Mm-hmm. And I seen some pretty intensive lighting going on, right? Yeah, lighting throughout the whole facility that that covers whoever is in there. And nice. And that's kind of automated, or you are you're manually doing I'm that? It. Wow. Yeah, I'm all right, yeah. great. And so if someone wants to stream there, how, how do we contact you? How do we get in touch with you to stream? Uh, you can get in touch with me directly, Colin at audiblesound, audiblesound.com, Colin at audiblesound.com. Great, now. fantastic. Or you can look us up on Facebook. Um, and there's, you know, you can message me that way. Mm-hmm. It's streaming. Right. That was, uh, you know, obviously a very sudden change, like a quick transition you had to do. So, can, can like, how did that, like, how did you come to that decision? Was that something you had thought, oh, well, I'll get in, or had you done streaming before? Uh, and what no, kind of, what kind of moves streaming. did you have to make? I've never done any sort of video streaming anything until last summer, and it just kind of became a need. Uh huh. And I had the space, and I ordered a switcher, and we just kind of started from there. Right. The first band we did was a Beatles cover band called uh, Fiendish Thingies. Mm-hmm. With Kevin Campbell and Packy and right. a couple other people, and um, <clears throat> we've done started from there, and we've just kind of built it up from that. Nice, and, and so that was just kind of a light bulb moment, like, oh, COVID's yeah. here, I can't work, I can't do my thing, so let's yeah. let's let's put this together. It makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Very good. At first, it just kind of gave us something something to do, you know, because we, we weren't none of us were doing anything, and if we could do it safely mm-hmm. in our own space. We can limit how many people were there. We, you know, make sure we were all saved before coming in and, right um, that we just worked it on it from that point on right and uh i mean yeah obviously you have to take precautions and have everything set up where yeah. everyone's comfortable yeah. in there and there's been no problems that we know of so good good no for problems yeah yeah very good uh so obviously you know you're well known as a marvelous grateful dead drummer in several different projects but these original bands you play in uh, Majors Junction and Southwest uh-huh. Highway. It's t- I want to say t- Southwest Corner. It's tough. I know, We've, right? It's confusing. <laughs> right. A lot of different directions uh, to go in. Junction, yeah, Majors Junction is a band I've been in for close to twenty years now. We have eight uh, eight full albums out right now. Wow. And working on number nine and number ten. Wow. Right now, hopefully getting those out this year. And quickly, what work? I mean, I just want to hype it. Where can we purchase those? I want to make sure that that's. I mean, obviously uh, we can look up on mine, but band, you can get them on Bandcamp. Okay. Uh, we're on. Spotify, if you want to stream it and just listen to it, that's okay. one way of hearing it. Um, Majors Junction, spelled as it, yeah. as it sounds like it's spelled. Right? Yeah, M-A-J-O-R-S, Junction. Mm-hmm. It's a town in Nevada. Our singer, Mike Great. Uh, Mike Mulcahy, visited, it, and he liked the name so much, he named the band that. It's all making sense now, yeah, right, sure. Yeah. And then Southwest Corner is uh, a different Southwest project. Southwest Highway. Southwest Highway, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> that's another project that we haven't done a lot with lately, but uh-huh. um, it was a blues band that we started, me and a few other friends, James Hall, uh-huh. uh, Colt Cummings, 
Gotcha. And Josh Josh Lumen is also in that band. He we started that I don't know five ten years ago. Mm-hmm. We released one album, and we play every once in a while still. But once it's been tough with COVID, so once that's yeah, sure. once we get back to playing live, I think we'll we'll do more. Very good. So you stay you stay in the role as strictly as a musician and don't don't cross over or blend over. Uh, yeah, I help write. I help with the writing and I help with the mixing a little, but that's about it. Okay, great. And in turn, who who's the main writer when you say you help with the writing? Are you, you... with that band? Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I would say Josh Lumen did most of the writing, but okay. also uh, James Hall did a lot of the writing. It's a very a collective a group, so we all did a little bit on each song. It's hard to say uh-huh. exactly who wrote everything. Uh uh-huh. You know, but it's. Um, and do you, do you, you know, get this? Do you get the songs ready in advance and and play them yeah. out and get familiar with them first, or do you just yeah, kind of? Exactly. Okay, very good. So it's kind of an organic thing, and so you, everyone's offering different ideas, and, and it builds up and and, and becomes yep. something. Yeah. Okay, I got yeah. you. And adding different parts here and there, and then Great. seeing how, what works, what doesn't work. And then uh, I, I'm. Did we mention where, where do we if we want to purchase this music? Where do we go to purchase this music? Um, Southwest. I believe that's on Bandcamp as ba- well. Bandcamp. Okay. Not sure, but it, I know again that's also on. Um, Spotify, if you just want to stream it. Very good. Now you have a, a wear a lot of different hats, obviously. So, so I'm wondering, is that something you consciously think about that you have to balance, or is that something that you um, just in the process of living in it happens and you handle it well? I think it's the process of living and doing, you know, just trying to be as creative as I can be in all these different, all these different worlds and doing everything I can to keep myself busy, basically. Mm-hmm. And in terms of scheduling, yeah. I'm, I'm sure with COVID it's a little easier, but in terms of scheduling, when, when things are a little more active, do you ever find yourself overextended and then you have to pull back or well, do you, you have a good yeah, balance? You know, when it, outside of this COVID world, it was, you know, my auto, the sound company always came first because that was my main source of income in my career. So I had to work everything else around that. Right. And as you know, with Northwest Corner, I, there were a lot of gigs I couldn't do with you guys because I was busy doing weddings or right. you know, something else. So sure. I would have to send another crew or, um, you know, I have I have a lot of a lot of guys on my late, you know, and who take care of the business when I'm not able to be there. Right. And so, so give us an idea in terms of, uh, you, you know, the capability. How, how many different crews? How many guys can you send out? What, what kind of audiences well, can you serve? And when we're doing, you know, uh, when we're doing before COVID, we'd send out as many as eight or nine gigs in a night. In a single night. Yeah. And that's all your equipment that you own and send out, or you yeah, you're subbing about, out. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. fantastic. You know, we have the vehicles and the, the gear, and we send it all over the city. And and what kind of what's what's the biggest? I mean, can you a, a festival twenty thousand people or ten thousand or what's what's kind what's the uh, biggest? We kind? do festivals that size. We've mm-hmm. done you know a, a few uh, festivals. We did. Um, let me think. We've done. Blotto over at Wrigley Field. Which okay, was a big one. That's a big uh, one, right? That was fantastic. Yeah, we've done Shoe Fest for a few years. Uh huh. Down to one of the, their side stages. Mm-hmm. Hey, really quick. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Really quickly, yeah. uh, comes to mind uh, Blotto last year. The first or the last year it happened, I believe it was. Uh, the first n- night was very. It was wonderful, and then the second night was rainy. Is there yeah. any, anything? I mean, what do you have to deal with in well, terms I mean, they of? They played under tarps, basically. I remember that night. I wasn't there, but I remember them having to cover what? everything, and they, the show went on somehow. And um, your Mike gear? Just was on that. Uh huh. Took care of getting the gear covered. So it's just and, something you're prepared for. You look ahead to the weather, obviously, and then you bring the yeah, tarps, and and then you just. If the, if the band decides to go on, we have to be there for them, and we have to take whatever precautions there are to to get our gear safe, and make sure they're safe. 
And then there's got to be some point if there's lightning or something, obviously you have to stop. Right. Or, yeah, yeah, you just make that right. call as you go. Very good. Yeah. And uh, so, so any any job that was particularly bizarre stands out, or any notable job that you can. You mean sound job? Yeah, exactly. Um, there's been a billion of them, so right. I don't know a particular. That was a that was a crazy one when the band was actually literally playing under tarps. Right. So, okay. Uh, very that good. Was an odd one for right. sure. All right. Cool. And um, really quickly. Uh, your your musical preferences what like what what did you come up on what were you listening to as a kid on the radio well, i grew up you know uh, as a kid just listening to the radio in the 70s and mm -hmm. 80s and, and uh, you know i've been a, a music freak my whole life right and one point got in and started getting into metal right when i was a teenager and then that kind of transitioned into reggae which transitioned into the grateful dead which mm -hmm. kind of transitioned to fish and mm -hmm. Well, um, you know, and there was jazz thrown in there at some point. What was the first band that really to, that that, elect, that grabbed you and you said, "Wow, Kiss. what is the who is it?" Without a doubt, Kiss. Kiss. Wow. Yeah. And how did you experience them? Did you see I mean, them? Or you know, did you... as a five-year-old, six-year-old living in New York, I was heavily into Kiss. Uh -huh. That's all I listened to. And my mom tried to get me to listen to other music. She got me the <laughs> track of the of the Monk Club. And, uh huh. Tried her hardest to get me to listen to anything other than Kiss. But so, so we're talking uh, albums, posters, stickers, the, yeah, the, whole, the thing. whole thing, right? The Kiss Army. They were they, they, they were good at that. They, they were before their time in terms of merchandising, or maybe yeah, it, dressing up. I dressed up as Peter Chris every year for Halloween. Uh huh. How could you not? I was right. Heavily into it. And, and uh, anything recent now that stands out that you're saying, oh wow, this is great new music that these young people are doing, or that you just discovered that happened a um, hundred years ago, or what? What are you hearing? You know, there's a bunch of stuff coming out. I couldn't name a lot of the n names of the bands. I, you know, Vampire Weekend is a good one that okay. Jeremy actually has turned me on to. Okay. Um, and they're from where? They're local or national? I'm not or? sure where they're from, actually. Okay. A anyone local in particular that you listen to that's just like, wow, they're on a great track and they're, they're, they might do something or you just love hearing them? Or? Uh, Hood Smoke is probably one of my favorite local bands. Okay. And what, what do they do? They, they're uh, very eclectic. They're kind of rock, funk folk sound they we did a stream with them actually if you want to look up on asb streaming hood smoke which is one of my favorite streams we did all right great um so brian doherty is the main songwriter and leader of that band he's mm -hmm. he's an excellent bass player mm -hmm. um so yeah check them out cool hood smoke. cool and okay, so and then you know, wrapping up, like, what, where do you see like live music going? I mean, I know it's just all guessing at this point. You're you're not a medical expert or anything. I, I but think it's going to come back slowly. Uh -huh. You know, I think there's going to be shows in, in, in limited capacities, probably, mm -hmm. especially outside. Mm -hmm. And I think once there's a herd herd immunity and everyone's vaccinated, it'll it, you know it might take another year or two. Right. You know, I heard. I don't uh, see people giving up live music. Uh, absolutely true. That's a powerful force. I, I did just hear there was some doctor on the on the mainstream media today, my God, and, and he did say even for the summer, it looks like we're on track if, if everything goes as planned to have a certain amount of herd immunity by this yeah. summer where, where crowds yeah. could gather. So that's encouraging yeah. news right there. In so the let's... meantime, I'm doing the, the streaming services. So, uh, you know, that's kind of keeping my I'm scratching my musical itch that way. Yeah, that's know, fantastic. Band, so it's kind of selfishly doing it that way. And you see that continuing after after live music comes back? I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh huh. It, it, so we'll it could happen. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. All right. Hey. Well, let's wrap it up there. And I just want to say thanks very much, Colin. Really interesting Thank stuff. You. And great sure. talking to you, man. Really great appreciate you being here. Great podcast you're doing, man. I appreciate you doing what you're doing too. Right. And I look forward to your new album as well. Oh yeah, fantastic. Thanks. Should be out in, in maybe within a month or so. So great. Thanks great. for mentioning awesome. that. Appreciate it, man. All right. Well, that's it for this time. Uh, thanks again to Colin Williams, and thanks for listening to the listeners out in podcast land. I'm your host, Kerry Cohen. This is Chicago Creators, and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Thank mm-hmm. you.